We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I've got thoughts. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I bought a Farm Rio sweatsuit. It's oversized. Mm. It fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought an oversized dress. It doesn't fit. I mm. don't understand Farm Rio. I don't understand mm. why they won't do plus sizes. They have the mm. resources. They know how to do it. Just make it. <laughs> Whoa. She came in hot. Hot. Also, got around to watching American Gigolo. Wow, wow, wow. Is it confusing? And a lot is happening. Well, just from the description you told me, it sounds very confusing. <laughs> a jiggle gets accused of murder and then wants to go solve the crime. Yeah, and there's Wayne Brady and Rosie O'Donnell there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's a wild pilot. Um, and also, the wildest part of the pilot is that song, Call Me! Oh, you can call me. They do like an acoustic version. (laughs) They do a slowed down version. There's like eight separate versions of this call me song in the pilot. And I was like, I'm not truly sure what's happening with this. But then the (laughs) second episode, it's not played not one time except for the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the trend is taking songs that are usually like peppy or upbeat and like slowing it down to... Make it, like, I don't know, intense or suspenseful. Mm-hmm. The first one I can remember is the, for, I think it was Suicide Squad. It was like, I started a joke. I started, or was it? I, I, I think it, <laughs> are those the words? Do you know the song I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't. I started, I started a, joke. a joke. I, I told I started a joke. I th- Nobody <laughs> laughed. I was sad. kind of really. Um, <laughs> I started a joke. Lyrics, okay, which started the whole world crying. And how does it go but normally? It's this. Is, these are the lyrics, but it's. I guess it's like 
I guess the actual song's kind of slow, but it was like super slow in this. And then Harley Quinn was like, like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn was like on this, doing silks in her cell or something like that. Oh. I remember being like, this fucking rules. Like this is, a, <laughs> this movie's going to be insane. And then we saw Suicide Squad and it was like, not as good as the trailer. But Boy, oh boy, did I laugh. <laughs> when that lizard man, they asked him what he wanted in his cell, and he said, P.E.T. I was like, I guess it's a black lizard. And then he's upright and then runs down the stairs on all fours. I laughed so hard that I think people were mad at me. <laughs> oh, that was a wild movie. Yeah, American Gigolo. I really thought it was going to be a different show. Dang. Also, I have no idea what time period it is. Is it the now? Is it the hmm. 80s? When hmm. is it? And it's unclear because of the way they're dressing. It's unclear because of everything. The way they're dressing, the car he drives, um, hmm. the sets. Uh, I don't know. It's a lot. Is It's really interesting. I think I'm going to watch more. I'm three, two and a half episodes in. I also didn't realize that it's like an hour long. So it's pretty long. I think I really uh, dedicate some time to this. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. the first episode of um, Dahmer and mm. had to watch Love is Blind after the altar to do a palate cleanser before I went to bed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, an interesting thing is some people on the internet are like, Dahmer was just misunderstood. He's He seems nice. I would write to him if he was still in jail. And I was like, yikes, that's, what, that's your takeaway of this murderer? He murdered him. cannibal. Oh, he was eating people up, too? Yeah. Mm-mm. I've never seen a person that I thought would taste good. <laughs> never in my life. No, have I looked at someone and been like, I could eat them right up. And I'd have a nice time doing so. Like, think about... Like, I don't want to, like, cut up my own cows or anything. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm never yearning to cut up my own food. No, me neither. Also, just seems like a lot of work. It's like, we have a lot of meat and bones on yes. our body. This is, it's not like a small animal, like a squirrel, no. like you just like found in your yard. This is a whole human it's a being. A whole human being. So you got to capture it, fight mm-hmm. it, kill mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. cut it up. And mm-hmm. what do you do with the parts that like you can't eat a whole person in a week? Mm-hmm. You putting them in the refrigerator or something? You got th- that big refrigerator? <laughs> well, I guess do you have to? Skin the whole person first? Maybe you eat the skin. Oh, skin on people. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you leave skin on chicken. Yeah. Some things eat skin. Yeah, I just like couldn't do it. A person like too much. I'm not that hungry. I couldn't eat a whole leg. No, it's it's a big leg. Yeah, I don't think people meat would taste good. I'm not here for it. No. Mm-mm. Yuck. And then Niecy Nash is in it, right? She like plays the neighbor mm-hmm. or something, and the neighbor kept being like, his house is stinky. Oh, yeah. It was like kind of... Cr- I mean, yeah. A-, a lot of it was crazy. But she like called, I guess, the police or like other people to be like, something is going on over there. It smells so bad. It's been, like smelled for months. And he really wasn't, like, hiding anything. There was, like, just, like, blood stains on the bed and, like, a head in the fridge. What? And, 
like a tub of acid, just disintegrating body parts. It wasn't organized. It wasn't very like skillful. It was just like in his apartment. And this is an apartment? It wasn't a house? His <laughs> apartment in a building. So he was surrounded so by other people. Everybody was smelling this stink? Everyone's smelling it. Mm-hmm. But it was That's in a black neighborhood, sick. so no one cared. Oh, no. He had black neighbors, so the police weren't coming. That sucks that that's a good way to murder. Go live near black people and I they'll know. never find you. I know. And his victims were black men. I don't like that. I, I don't. don't like that. He's not for me. No. I don't like it. I also don't like that they recreated a woman's testimony, like almost word for word. It was like, what's the point of that? This woman yeah. has to relive her trauma watching it again. The family has to relive it. It's wild. Did that not happen in the O.J. Simpson one? Um, I'm not sure, but now that I think about it, that does suck that Nicole Brown Simpson's family had to relive that in a very mm-hmm. wonderfully well-written acted series that I really enjoyed. <laughs> I feel like, because I hear people saying that, like, this sucks that the victims' families had to relive that, but I I don't know if I recognize that being different from any other trial uh, show, like, reenacting show. Right? Um, But then again, I also haven't finished watching Dahmer, so I have no idea how in-depth it goes. Mm-hmm. I also, I watched OJ a while ago. I don't know if they did testimonies other than from, like, that racist cop or whatever mm-hmm. on the witness stand. I don't think they were using, like, people's emotional breakdowns. I could mm-hmm. be mistaken. I often am. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, you's coming back, my favorite fictional murderer... Um, I don't remember the date. Kimmy, do you mind looking up the date it returns? Did they already um, put a date out? I'm pretty sure they did. <sighs> I think there might even be a trailer. I'm not sure. Really? Oh, I'm so excited. Joe and all my friends. Gotta <laughs> say, pretty upset that I'm not in it. Ooh, do you want to know what I bought? Mm-hmm. I bought two things. A sweater with a bunch of ducks going to the beach. And then a Sonic the Hedgehog rug. <laughs> Whoa. I have no idea where I'm going to put this rug. <laughs> but where I have a Sonic. Rug? Also, you're I... currently wearing a Sonic t-shirt. Yeah, gotta go fast! <laughs> I got it from this lady on Instagram. <laughs> um, it is daftpink.art. They do custom rugs. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a Winnie the Pooh rug. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can find the rug that I got. Because I'm really excited for it. I squealed when I saw it. You have a couple rugs doubled up in your living room, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could do that in a different room. Like put that, put the Sonic like kind of on another rug. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's very, it's not even like an interpretation of Sonic. No, it's, it's is literally Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Um, they also had a duck one, but the duck was like, uh, kind of a bondage duck. And I was like, I need my ducks to be free. Like, I don't need a nasty little bondage duck. Can you explain what a bondage duck is? Yeah, I think there's a ball gag in his mouth. Oh, I see. Like an actual bondage It's a little intense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's like (laughs) chains and... (laughs) Yeah. And like a spiked <laughs> collar. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
Yeah, um, I think Tika Sumner, she had posted the Sonic rug. And guess what? Instagram works. I rushed over to the page, rushed over to the website, and immediately made my purchase of my Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog rug. Absolutely. <sighs> I might put it in my office, maybe, because that's that where all my right. dumb, dumb stuff is. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm excited for you. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, I can't possibly step on it. What if I get dirty? <laughs> You need to keep Sonic pristine. I have to keep him pristine. And then I was like, what if I put it in like a glass casing and hung it? What's that called? A picture frame. Like one of those like, (laughs) like what if I frame it and hang my rug so it never gets dirty? But why don't you just get like a picture of Sonic and frame Hmm. it and put it on the wall? Mm -hmm. Like the (laughs) rug. Like... I don't know if rug form was the best version of Sonic if you're trying to, like, mm-hmm. keep it <laughs> preserved. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, something you inherently step on is not the best thing to get if you're trying to keep something clean. You know, sometimes you, you it's trial and error to figure things out. I mean, you can hang a rug. I've seen people do it. You have. But they were usually like Persian rugs or like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just, not just like a. <laughs> not a Sonic a, the Hedgehog a, rug. Sonic the Hedgehog rug. <laughs> oh, boy. My house is getting wilder and wilder and I'm really excited about it. Mm. I bought these. Fa- I showed them to you. These fabulous floral chairs. Oh, yeah. They're great. Oh. From uh, DolphinFlamingo.com. It's the name of the vintage shop, DolphinFlamingo.com. And I'm elated that I don't know when they're coming, but I'm so excited. And then I found these fabulous stools. Mm. Do you want to see them? Yeah. This is great. People listening, they're never going to see any of this stuff. And I feel bad. (laughs) But uh, I don't know how you could possibly see it. Hmm. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. I have to do some measurements before I get it. Oh, but there's like, is it leopard on top? It's like tiger print on top. Ooh, nice. Isn't that fabulous? My God. Are they short stools? They are a little short. I want to put them under that little counter I have in my kitchen, the little island that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I need to measure it to see if they're tall enough for it to make sense. Yeah. That sounds great. You know what I mean? I actually am thinking about getting a sofa because I have that daybed situation upstairs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But I feel like I need a couch. And I don't remember what mm-hmm. my reasoning was for not getting a couch in the first place. I was like, I want a guest bed for people to sleep on. And I know pullout couches exist, but I guess I've never sat on, I've never been on a comfortable pullout couch. But mm-hmm. recently I was on a really comfortable pullout couch. And I couldn't believe it. So I'm going to go to that place. What's that Uh, place? Jones, the Joneses. The The Joneses Joneses. LA. It's a by appointment only. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to sit on their couch and see what's up. By appointment only? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was in (laughs) Beverly Hills? (laughs) Is that where it is? (laughs) Yes. The Joneses LA? 
in Beverly Hills. You can't just go there. You have to make an appointment. <laughs> do they do custom? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Which we'll see. I've never gotten a custom couch before, but I might need to. I also have never gotten a custom couch. I wonder if they do flavored couches. Like um like a <laughs> like, like a Willy Wonka right. couch? I didn't say that right. Like <laughs> patterns. <laughs> like a like That's a couch good. of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Flavored patches. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> they probably <I'm>, do <laughs> pattern couches, probably. I'm because I really would love to replace my couch, but I That's love right. the pattern of my couch. Mm. So worth I'm like, ask. it is worth an ask. When you go, when's your apartment? I haven't made it yet, but probably I'm going to see if I can do it Friday. Well, if you get it on Friday, will you ask them if they do flavored couches? <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> and they'll be like, please leave. Okay. Yeah, ma'am, can you get out of here? <laughs> we don't want I you licking our just... couches. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they could just take the couch that I have, mm-hmm. take the couch apart, mm-hmm. and remake it on a different couch. Hmm. So I wouldn't have to rebuy the fabric. I I don't know. Oh, Maybe. Either. I don't know. I'm going to need you to ask them all these questions. <laughs> Use your appointment to get me what I need. <laughs> okay. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes Everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada and, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. and You're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. 
Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Also, another question. Where's your jumpsuit from or your overalls? These ones are from, I'm pretty sure, Urban Outfitters. Did that satisfy you? (laughs) Do you like that? (laughs) I did. I like them a lot. That's why I asked. Um, I just feel like I'm talking a lot about things people can't see. Yeah. Oh, so when I was talking about on a different uh, episode... Uh, something to replace the grass in my lawn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know I saw a video about su- the succulent that people have been using to uh, replace grass. And someone sent me a video of what I was talking about. And it's called Star Carpet. And oh. the video was from this landscaper in LA. The account was firmly planted. And... Mm-hmm. We're going to do a consultation and they're going to help me figure out how to like put more succulents in my yard and maybe other stuff. And there's like some dry spots in other areas. It could be something else. I'm very excited. Oh, that's nice. I also want to ask if there's like um, rodent resistant plants like that Mm -hmm. would like keep them away. I did Google it and I think like smelly plants like jasmine or lavender make rodents go like, ew, Like, they don't want to come in the yard. Wait, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Because I think I have a mouse family who's living in my uh, gate motor that opens my gate. Oh, that's the worst place for them to be. Yeah. Um, There was a dead mouse in my driveway. But not near the gate. It looked like the other mice threw this dead mouse (laughs) out of their house. Because it was so far away i was like it didn't it couldn't have just died like this oh no it was so it truly it looked like jazzy jeff from the fucking friends <laughs> of bel-air getting thrown out of the bank's house um it was <laughs> it was really upsetting how'd you get rid of it well um my lovely assistant did what she had to do i oh. don't know if she called oh. somebody because mm-hmm. I was working, I was doing a voiceover, and I was like, you can call someone to do it. I don't mind if you have to spend money to do it. I just don't want to touch it yeah. or scoop it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw another mouse the other day. and Live or dead? <sighs> live. Ugh. And it was having the time of its life. 
It was zigzag zooming around and Clyde was like, a friend. And I was like, no. And then it went back into the gate thingy. Mm. I was like, I don't, I don't want to like kill them. I don't want to like spray poison because then you have to clean up the aftermath of dead mice. I just don't know what to do. Yeah. Cause that box is like not that big, right? It's pretty small and I got a new one. So it's even smaller than the old one. So I'm just like, how are they living in there already? I got it three, like a week ago. I was like three days ago. No, it's been like a week or so. Yeah. Why do they um, like it so much? I don't know why. They're like, ooh, it's new. I love it. Ooh, Jordan says call pest control and they'll do it all for, for you. you. Okay. Oh, there is a, actually you sent me this, the trappings people. The, I did? The, like, you did. And I don't remember what. Why oh, you because I thought it. I had a dead possum, but it was literally playing dead. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> it got me good, gal. <laughs> um, yeah, you can get them someone to trap the mice, and I don't know what they would do with them after. Release oh, them somewhere else? I don't know. It's pretty rough. It's, they're just so tiny, and I really don't want them to come into the home, you know? Yeah. That's the fear. I love a friend, but not those. Mm-hmm. Not like mm-hmm. this. <laughs> not like this. Not like this. Should we take a quiz or something? Yes. I finally found the you announcement you were asking about earlier. Jordan sent it. Oh. I also found it around the same time. Ooh. So would you like to watch it? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. I'm so excited. I'm also really excited. Hello. You. Allow me to introduce myself. I've gone through a bit of refinement upon crossing the pond. I like to use a fancy black cap. Yes. <laughs> black I baseball do cap. <laughs> love his fancy black baseball cap. Um, I love that he's like a professor in London. Thank God he didn't stay in France. Because then we'd be hearing a lot of French, but they're in London, so I'll understand everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, my God. But I do hope he comes back to the States. <laughs> what if he just keeps going international? I mean, that is pretty fun. Right? He goes to it's Japan. <laughs> oh, I would love that. That's fun. It's truly wild that he hasn't been caught yet like what a dream for all of us <laughs> you know that we just like get to see it mm-hmm. <laughs> love joe uh, but joe. we don't like jeffrey dahmer Mm-mm, no he's bad 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 okay mm-hmm. who is your celeb B- bff you are <laughs> <laughs> I think you are mine. Yay. So we can't do that test. We've <laughs> already answered that question. What do your eyes say about you? That's the one I was going to say. Let's do that. I wonder what my eyes say about me. <laughs> Sometimes it says, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm surprised I wasn't really listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to listen all the time, you know? I know, I don't even do it. No, it's too it's too tough. What color is your iris? Hazel. Brown. Blue. Green. 
Um, mine are brown. I thought they were black for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone was like, no, you definitely don't have black eyes. They're brown. And in the light, they look even more brown. Mm. Mine are also brown. Does anyone have black eyes? I want to say no. Mm. But I feel like someone's going to be like, I have black eyes. How dare you ignore the black eyed piece? (laughs) 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 All us black eyed people. (laughs) That's really funny. Um, How long are your eyelashes? Long. Very short. Short. Very long. Mm. I'm going to say very short. I don't really have eyelashes. I'm going to say short, but not like very short. Mm. I Mm. wish mine were like long and luscious, but you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Do you wear contacts or glasses? Yes, contacts. Yes, both. Neither. Yes, glasses. Yes, both. Neither. I know, it's wild. I truly can't believe that you can see good with your eyes all the time. Although that might be changing. (gasps) So, Sheer, do you need spectacles for driving or for reading? Um, I don't know yet. I mean, (gasps) for driving, I'm doing just great. But then sometimes the light at night is a little, like, um flashy oh no and then uh reading is fine but i did do a eye test recently when i got a physical and it was like really hard it was much harder than it used to be to get to those smaller letters mm-hmm. but they're like ah you got it <laughs> but i was like I, okay <laughs> I, but I was like really it. I was really guessing. And they're like, nah, you're close enough. And I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Do you have an eye appointment set up? I'll help you pick out glasses. It's very exciting. Welcome. Welcome to the Spectacle Brigade. I guess I should. Someone was like, you're supposed to get your eyes checked out every year. I don't know the last time I got my eyes checked out. Maybe when I was 18 years old. I don't. I've literally never gone to the optometrist as an adult. I have to go every year because I have to get my contacts uh, renewed. Mm-hmm. And I'm always stupid and I never order two years worth. I always order a year and then a year's up and I'm like, I don't have contacts left. <laughs> and then I go and they're like, nothing's changed. Here's the same prescription. Damn. What size do your eyes look? Big, round. Almond shaped. Average? What does that mean? <laughs> um, I don't know. Small. This is a um, very strange. It doesn't even the size, but yeah, one of them is saying the shape. Mm-hmm. One is <laughs> almond shaped, but then the other ones are big, average, and small. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, I have almond shaped eyes. I also have almond shaped eyes, but I also would call them ra- round and big. I would also call mine big and round. Well, heck. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to say yours are almond-shaped. Okay. What do you say mine is? Well, right now they look very big and round. Okay. They are also almond-shaped. Yeah. Well, I think, okay, we're both almonds. We're both almond-shaped. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your go-to eye makeup? Eyeshadow. Mascara. Eyeliner. 
Eyebrow pencil. How insane. Whoever answers just an eyebrow pencil is sick. Who? Who just does their brows? Me. What? I I only if, if I'm not doing like a full face of makeup, I will only do my eyebrows. What? What do you mean? I only, mostly only do my eyebrows. Because I want to like fill in the ends so it looks full. This is news to me. Did you do your eyebrows today? No. Okay. <laughs> I just... Is my whole world a lie? Why? Are your eyebrows just like oh. not naturally full and stuff? They are. But you're filling them in and I had no clue. Well, just because they're not as full towards the end. I'm not like filling in a lot. It's just Get like... Get close. Get close. And they're not always like that? They are. And just like putting a little extra color towards the oh end. Oh my God. Oh my God. This but is if you, wild it's to like, me. If you haven't noticed, that's a good thing. It's not. I don't want them to look completely different. They're just like a little enhanced. Well, now I feel insane because I thought it was insane that somebody would only do their eyebrows. Now I know that you only do your. Oh my god! But what do you? What, what do you think is insane about it? I don't know. Big, thick eyebrows and nothing else done. But see, but I guess that's what not, I'm saying. I'm not doing big, thick eyebrows. I'm you're just, just filling them in. I'm filling them in. My whole world is rock. <laughs> well, I go with eyeliner. Okay. This is crazy. I'm... <laughs> I didn't mean to rock your world like that. No, it's okay. I just never thought of just doing my eyebrows. Well, the way you also do your eyebrows is with a full face of makeup. So everything yes. is enhanced. I think for you, it would be wild for you to only do your eyebrows the way you do your eyebrows. Okay, thank you. I needed to hear that. Okay. <laughs> Choose some sunglasses. Uh, there's some blue reflective aviators. Um, round John Lennon glasses. Red, mm, like Ray-Bans, Ray-Bans, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like wire or non-rimmed Ray-Bans that are black. This one's tough. I don't mm-hmm. wear any of these. Where's my big oversized ones? <laughs> yeah, none of these are your... Where are the rhinestones? Maybe I would say you would wear the red ones because they're colorful. I guess, yeah. Out, right. out of this batch? Yeah, and then out of this batch, I guess I would pick the circle ones or the end ones for you. Yeah, maybe I would do... Actually, I have had ones that look like the end ones, the... the... What, what would you call them? They're kind of like Malcolm X glasses. <laughs> <laughs> they are Malcolm X glasses, and that's what they'll forever be called. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I picked the red. Sashir wears her Malcolm X's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How often do you go to the eye doctor? Well, <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> Once every three years. Once every six months, which seems excessive. Once a year. I go once a year. I go never, and I guess I should change that. You don't have to until, like, you know, your life is affected by uh, your vision. But if it's happening gradually, Mm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't do it before it's too late. 
you're right. You should probably get an eye exam rather sooner than later. Rather yeah. sooner than later? Yes. You know what I'm trying to say. I do. Okay, choose some color contacts. Gold glitter. Cat eye. Rainbow. Purple. Oh, well. I mean, I think I, I know what you want. I'm going to go with purple. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I guess, gold glitter because it looks like, because, you know, I don't actually want to have colored contacts. So I feel mm-hmm. like gold glitter is like maybe the closest to natural. <laughs> You've had blue contacts. I did have blue contacts. I had them for a very long time. I tried mm-hmm. to pretend that they were real. But if I looked to the left, they would slowly follow later. They were haunting. They were very creepy. <laughs> Did you ever have any other colors? Um, green. Oh. Green and blue. That was it. The Whoa. hazel looked freaky on me. I'm sure. And gray didn't look good. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being real, none of them actually looked good. <laughs> but I, I wore those blue ones every fucking day of my life. Well. I loved them. Okay, who's who's this? This is Nicole. Ooh, your eyes say that you're a born leader. Mm. Okay. Is there anything below that? Oh, yeah, there we go. You know how to take charge. You're a natural born leader. You are comfortable in positions of authority and tell others what to do. When you speak, people listen. When you have an idea, it's taken seriously. You are one powerful person. Okay. I believe that. It's true. And this is the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm also a born leader. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, this is quizyourfriends.com. Uh, I don't know if they had a, another choice. <laughs> right. Are we all just born leaders, no matter what <laughs> our eyes are? born leaders. Is this some sort of lesson that's like, doesn't matter what eye color you have, you are a born leader. You are a natural born leader, girl. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food-healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. 
So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash best friends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. Should we answer some questions with our leader abilities? <laughs> yes, that's a great way to take charge this year. I would <laughs> love to, <laughs> to answer uh, queries. <laughs> queries and quandaries. I have something for sit sheer with such air. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know Ikea currently has tiny chair coat hooks? Wow. I think actually I think Jordan said these at some point. Wait. So, yes, I did know this. Really fucking cute. They're very cute. Oh, you get a bunch of them, too. Yeah, just litter your walls with chairs. <laughs> There's a, a bar called Chair in Atlanta, and it has a ton of tiny chairs on the wall, and then like drinks named after cha- chairs, and it's really great. <laughs> yeah, I was Wait, really very been? happy in there. Yeah, because uh, we shot a scene in there for Woke. Well, I'm glad they found a location that was authentic and true to you. Me too. I feel that. <laughs> Surrounded by tiny chairs. <laughs> That's funny. I think about buying you chairs all the time, just the smallest ones. And don't stop that urge. <laughs> all right. I'll, the next time I see a cute little chair, I'm buying it. Please. <laughs> um, do we have a query? Hi, Nicole and Sashir. My name is Katie. I am a longtime listener, first time caller. My sister Megan and my cousin Catherine and I listened to every episode and we saw you perform live and we love you both. Um, my question is about male friendships and partners. My husband has very few male friends and most of my girlfriends, husbands, or boyfriends or partners do not have many male friends. We know that men, I guess, don't like to share emotions and connect with people as much as women, but how do we encourage the men in our lives to find meaningful friendships with people other than ourselves? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I have suggested joining a group or a club or something like that, but what do you do? Is there anything you can do? And yeah, that's my question. Uh, love you both and Kenny and Jordan as well. Thanks for everything. Thanks for your help. Bye. Mm, that is a tough one. This is a little hard for me because my man is very social and has tons mm-hmm. of friends. <laughs> so I've never had the issue to be like, can you get out of here and go talk to somebody else? <laughs> he is doing that. Um, but I think maybe like with any person, it is hard to make the first step. Mm-hmm. So if your partner is like scared to join a club by himself, Maybe you do something together and then, like, I don't know, uh, a hiking group or something or a running club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe maybe your man will make friends. And if you don't want to do that group anymore, you can recede and be like, well, just go yeah. run with John or whatever. Um, maybe that. Yeah. Or maybe encourage uh, him to, like have a work group get together and maybe they'll like each other enough to do it like once a week or something. 
Mm-hmm. I'm also sure there, I'm not sure, but I would imagine there are probably men in this person's life who like could be that person's friend, but they're like not going forth and making the effort. Like maybe mm-hmm. listen to what your partner's saying. And if he keeps like, he's like, yeah, he's talking about David. David, you know, David said something so funny at work. And like, maybe be like, why don't you ask David to lunch? You know, or like, yeah, go to the movies with David. Yeah. Sounds like you like David. Have you like asked to see him outside of work? Oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. Like, David's so busy. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe David's craving some friendship, too. Yeah, David wants friends, too. My dad had one friend. <laughs> 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 or actually, no, he had two friends and they were both work friends. Um, and I remember he like went on like a, a guy's trip or whatever where they like mm-hmm. went fishing and stuff. And I was like, wow, daddy has friends. Um, so yeah, I think work is a good resource. But in, yeah, listen to him. If he's like talking about somebody, mm-hmm. encourage him to go out with that somebody. I think there are actual um, men's groups where you do share emotions and like, it, I think it's like led by like someone from the therapy world or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe self-run. I don't actually know. I've only I've only heard about them. I don't know of them very well. But I think you could do a Google search and see if there's anything in your town like that. If if your man has expressed that, like, or if you have seen that he needs to get some emotions out but doesn't know how or doesn't feel comfortable doing that with friends or only does that with you, I think there are groups dedicated to that where you can actually, like, talk openly in a non-judgmental group about how you feel. I like that. That's nice. Because it's nice sharing feelings. It is. And unfortunately, men have been socialized in a way that makes them feel like they can't. Yeah. If I ever have a child that's a boy-leaning person, I'm going to be like, tell your mama all your feelings. (laughs) And I'll encourage him to do that with everybody. I'll create a monster. He just won't yeah. stop sharing. But like, he won't <laughs> shut up. He talks so much and he's always happy, then sad, then happy mm. again. Yeah. Okay. Another question, please, Gammy. Ah! Okay. Hey, Nicole, to share. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I feel like you're my best friend. So um, let's just leave this. So, hi. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, so my friend, my best friend, um, she has terrible, 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 terrible anxiety. Um, definitely more anxiety than I'm having making this phone call right now. But she does not want to give up her therapist, um, who is a very, very old white man. She is not an old white lady. She's a very young, very, very Lebanese young woman who needs someone that understands her. Kind of like me, but I am not a therapist whatsoever. Not at all trained to be able to deal with her level anxiety, but I love her. I love her so much. Um, so wanted to see, I, we, we're all in therapy here. I definitely love therapy and I have a great, wonderful woman therapist. Any, any help with recommending to her to stop seeing this old white man? That would be really great. Um, anyways, love you both. Congratulations on the podcast and congratulations on the Emmys. Okay. Love you both. Bye. <laughs> oh, 
Thank you. I love being congratulated for losing. Um, I will say, if nothing is bad with her therapist, I don't understand. I mean, I get wanting her to see somebody who has more in common with her, but if that therapist is helpful and helping her, I don't see a problem with her staying there. Yeah, I didn't hear the caller say anything like that the friend has been expressing that the therapist wasn't meeting her needs. Mm-hmm. If, but it, it it could be a situation where it's like the friend has has been like, I, I know I should break up with my therapist, but I can't because like, it's hard for anybody, mm-hmm. whether you have anxiety or not, it, to like part with your therapist because you have built kind of a relationship with this person, a very vulnerable one, too. So if that's the case, then I, I get why you'd want to help. But if the friend hasn't expressed any concern as far as wanting to change therapists and they're happy, maybe it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if your friend has expressed wanting to move on but has anxiety about speaking to them, mm-hmm. I think you can tell your friend to tell the therapist, I am having anxiety about this issue I want to speak to you with, and then ask the therapist to help her I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is hard. No, uh, I, I like where you're going. I like where you're going. Yeah. I think if I had anxiety and I was trying to break up with my therapist, I would then go to my therapist and be like, I'm very anxious about something that I would like to change in our sessions. Mm-hmm. And then be like, and then have the therapist be like, well, do you think you're ready to tell me now? And it's like, mm-hmm. maybe at the end of the session and then maybe wait to the end of the session and be like, I think I would like to move on from our relationship. And if you have any recommendations, there we go. When she breaks up with her therapist, tell her to ask the therapist for recommendations because I think, I don't think the therapist will take it personally. Some therapists might. But when you ask someone for advice, I think you're saying, it's not that I don't trust your judgment or that you're not helping me. It's I think I need to move on from this. But I would love to hear your thoughts on who I should move on to with. Yeah, because then it shows that you do trust their opinion. Yes. Like, oh, I even you know me and you mm-hmm. I trust that you would know a different person who would be good for me. And yeah, and if your friend is looking for someone who's more like them demographically, um, that's also a very valid reason to mm-hmm. leave. That's not I no one can argue with that. If if you were like Look, I'm looking for someone who is a woman and maybe Lebanese or or at least knows my culture a little bit more. Um, th- that I feel like no one can be like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as an old white man, I am the best person to ask about this I'm stuff. I'm basically Lebanese. <laughs> um, but I've gotten benefits from people who, therapists who are black and therapists who are not. So, um, yeah, you don't have to find your demographic exactly. It does help for sure because there's more of a second language there. You don't have to explain as much stuff. But, uh, yeah, if that is what your friend wants, then you can also just tell them, I can see how this would be beneficial for you if that is something you want. Also, does this therapist specialize in anxiety specifically? Do we know if if her needs are being met as far as like how to manage her anxiety or does she need to go find someone specifically to manage the type of anxiety that she has? These are all great queries. 
If you want to send a follow-up, please let us know. Do we have time for one more, Kimmy? Hi, Nicole and Sasir. Um, So I have a friend issue that has honestly been an issue for the last couple years, but I keep thinking things are going to get better, and every time I listen to your podcast, I think about calling, and every time I'm like, no, things are going to get better, and they haven't, so here I am. Um, I have a friend, um, one of my closest friends, who has had a series of um, really unfortunate things happen to her over the last several years. Um, she's had a lot of really bad luck. Um, a few things are, I would kind of argue, self-imposed, but um, several things that happened, um, just like pure bad luck, um, you know, death in the family, um, family members in rehab, um, her house got flooded, her house got broken into, um, just like a bunch of kind of wild things. Um, and I always try and be there. Um, and sometimes that's enough. And sometimes I don't really think it is. Um, and she also posts a lot on social media about all of the difficult things going on in her life, um, which kind of gives me a sense of anxiety that I'm somehow not, um, you know, assisting uh, in, in all of the possible ways that I could. Um, and I know she wouldn't necessarily want me to feel like I wasn't being a good friend, but it's honestly just starting to wear on me. Um, and I, I, I recognize that sometimes her poor mental health um, is affecting my mental health. And so getting space is good. Um, but I feel like I constantly get, get um, kind of looped back into the madness. I get pulled back into the hurricane um, of whatever drama is going on in her life. Um, and I, I don't want to cut her out of my life. But I'm also just kind of reaching my breaking point in terms of um, how I can support um, and what exactly I can do. Um, and uh, so I guess if you have any suggestions for how to help someone who is going through hard times um, without it totally emotionally draining yourself um, beyond just kind of like setting boundaries, uh what kinds of things uh, do you think would be helpful? Um, I really appreciate you guys. Love your podcast. Also, um, Nicole, the way that you read ads is fantastic. Please never stop doing that. I will listen to your ads until the day I die because they're so funny. So, uh-huh. yeah. Thanks, love you both. I'm going to pull that and send it to our ad team and be like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> it is funny because... Uh, I will sometimes have to like re-record ads, uh, sometimes for a podcast. Hmm. And I'm like, guys, this just is me. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> for our caller, I mean, beyond putting boundaries in place, I don't know. Because that's what I would do. I would put up boundaries and be like, um, I don't have the bandwidth to help you with this right now. I feel very lucky and privileged that you find me. Um, a good enough friend that you want to talk about this with me, but I I don't have, I don't have it in me to deal with this right now, and I'm very sorry, and I might be able to handle it later, but right now I can't. Yeah, I saw a post recently that was for couples, but I think it also worked for friends, where it said when one person is venting or talking about something that's bothering them 
the other person would ask, are you looking for a listening ear or solutions? So it's like, do you just want to like complain, vent, scream, punch a pillow? Do you want me to just like support you? Or do you want me to actually help you come up with ways to work with these issues? Because if the answer is, oh, I just wanted to complain, let her complain. And then, and you know, mm-hmm. th- that's what we're doing right now. And and you don't have to feel pressure to like help or fix or or save her because that might not be what she's looking for right now. Like when she, and also the posting on social media, I, I, if I, was she saying the friend posts on social media, like the problems that she's going through? Yeah, she posts a lot of the problems on social media. That might just be what she needs to do. Like that might just be her own thing. And I definitely don't think she's doing it to make the friend feel like the friend's not helping. I think that's what the friend was saying. Like she feels like she's mm-hmm. not being a good friend because the friend's posting on social media about the problems. She's doing that because she's doing that. That, that might be her cathartic or therapeutic for her or whatever for people to know what she's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but and has nothing to do with you. A lot of times things have nothing to do with you. <laughs> you know, all the issues that this girl is going through that are like unfortunate and bothering her. That's consuming her. It really has nothing to do with you. And you can help or try to help or try to be supportive but it's not, these are not your issues. So you don't mm-hmm. actually have to take any of them on or feel overwhelmed by them because they're not yours. Um, yeah, so if she needs a listening ear, I'd say be a listening ear. And then that's, and then, unless she asks you for help or you can ask, do you need help with something? And if she says, "I yes, I do. Here's how you can help. Great, it's a clear plan. And if she does not need help from you, then she does not need help from you. Um, it's really unfortunate she's going through all this stuff. But I think sometimes all you can do is like just be a good friend. Like, can you can you take her to something fun? Like, is there, I don't know, like a show or like, I mean, you were going through, you were like, your schedule was so crazy and you seemed really stressed out. I sent you a massage and. Um, and it was yeah. very kind and I used it and I yeah. feel good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. Sometimes or like cook her a meal or. Yeah. A lot of things like that, those I think are nicer than like listening. Like listening is all well and good. But like when you surprise me with a massage, I started crying because I was like, oh, she like not only was listening, but like saw that I was busy and overwhelmed and stuff. And it felt really nice. It felt special. So I think cooking a dinner or sending her, maybe send her a massage. Mm -hmm. Um, Flowers. I think that's really, flowers are nice. You yeah. can write like write a nice note, write a nice letter mm-hmm. that's just like saying all the nice qualities that you like about her, or like or like, hey, I noticed you've been going through a tough time, and I your resiliency is really impressive, or whatever. Um, yeah, and also it might just be nice for her to like think about anything but what's going on in her mm-hmm. life. So yeah, there's a maybe a movie night at her house. Watching the that dumb would and be silly. Nice, yes. Hocus Pocus two. You could watch that. You could mm-hmm. also take her to Disney World <laughs> or Disneyland. Spend your life savings. Bring her on a trip. 
But I mean, yeah, if you're local to like a like a magical place, bring her somewhere nice and fun and relaxing. Or even just outside. Just take her to a park, a pond. Take or something. her to a park. Bring a basketball. Shoot some hoops. <laughs> Pretend to be Scotty Pippen and you are Michael Jordan. Yeah. But I think if it feels like it's overwhelming you because there's a cycle of negativity or woe is me, maybe do an activity that will hopefully bring her out of it or like focus on anything but what's, what is happening and bothering her. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. We did good. I think we did good. Yes. <laughs> and if you would like us to do good to you, <laughs> you can email us at nicoleandsashir at gmail.com or you can call or leave a voicemail or a voice memo at 424-645-9003. Oh, you're 7003. So wow. I would 424-645-7003. Yes, girl. Wow. Look at that. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. RRS. That's the <laughs> easiest way to support this show. Wow. Wow, we did it. We the did year it. We recorded a podcast. <laughs> We're gonna put it out for people to consume with their ears. It's a podcast. Okay, bye. A podcast. <laughs> okay, bye. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.